Welcome back to BTW, Balance Vila Workshop, here at the Database with Rabbi Yosha Eisenberg, where we continue the Sukkah series with yet another important and monumental piece, and that is Tfilas Geshem, the Prayer for Rain, which is recited by the Bal Musaf on Shmini Atzeres. And Tfilas Geshem is the partner Tfila to Tfilas Tal, or the Prayer for Dew, which, by the way, here at the Baal Tefillah Workshop, happens to be that Tefillah's Tal was overwhelmingly, um, I believe, our most uh, popular workshop that we uploaded, and that's thanks to Kaddish Baruch Hu and to listeners like you, so thank you very much. The Tefillah's Geshem actually shares a Nusach with Tefillah's Tal. They are, as I mentioned, partner Tefillah's. They both mark the point in which we transition from either saying Mashivarach to not saying Mashavirach, and in the circles that it's appropriate to say Marit Hatal. Now, we have this whole to do, and it could be part of the reason for Tfilas Geshem, Tfilas Tal, is in order to properly announce this switch, but we know that it's much more than that. There, there is a halachic ramification for whether or not a Gabbai will announce the switching to saying Mashavarach Mardageshem or to not saying Mashavarach Mardageshem, a point that we're not going to focus on so much now, but there is clearly much more to Tfilas Tal and Tfilas Geshem than just the fact that we are announcing the switch. Um, we know that the Baal Tfila for both of these Tfilas wears a kittel, which demonstrates the apparent Yamim Noroyim sort of feel that these Tfilas have. And in fact, the, the, the Nusach of Tefilas Tal and Tefilas Geshem actually also resemble Yamim Narayim Tefilos somewhat. Um, there, the, the Nusach of the Kaddish and the body of the Tefilos does somewhat resemble Ne'ilah, which we've spoken about in the past. If you go back and listen to Tefilas Tal, we spoke about the nuance of difference. We also recently had a workshop on Ne'ilah, if you want to go back and listen to that. Uh, but in the meantime, we're going to focus on Tefilas Geshem here. And what I also want to focus on is a little bit of the essence of Tefilas Geshem, what exactly... Um, does Tfilas Geshem look like? What's the point of it? And so we'll get to that right now. So why, in fact, there is this Yamam Narayim sort of feel apparently has to do with the fact that we are, in a certain sense, being judged even at this particular time, as well as we are judged during Tfilas Tal. We know this from the Gemara and Rosh Hashanah, that there are plenty of periods throughout the year that we're judged. Um, Rosh Hashanah is the most famous one where we are judged for our lives, but for Pesach, um, we are judged for the grains. Happens to be that on Shavuos, we're also judged for um, the fruits of the tree, but at that point, we're not really changing any language in our tefillos, so we, we, we have nothing particularly to highlight that necessarily. But on Sukkot, we are judged for rain, or for water which is um, why we have the Nisuchamayim, it's why we have Simchas Beis HaShoeva, all those things are connected to water, and of course, Tfilas Geshem. Now, um, this is obviously something that's very, very important, that we want to have rain in its time exactly when we need it. And while we are thinking about that, I don't know about you, but I had so far a pretty rainy Sukkot. Baruch Hashem, I was able to have every single one of the Seudos 
so far in the sukkah. There was one that we had to start in the sukkah and then finish inside. But all of the seudas we were able to have in the sukkah. But nonetheless, it was still raining quite a lot. And the question is, as we are really heading towards the rainy season, and although we don't like to have rain during sukkahs, the Gemara does not have great things to say about rain on sukkahs because it is a simon klala. That's why we only start davening for rain at the very end of sukkahs on Shemini Atzeres. This way, it can rain and we can be inside our houses and that would be the optimal time. But the fact that it's been raining and the fact that many times it does rain on Sukkot, so isn't it a little bit like extraneous and superfluous to now have a tefillah for rain at this particular point? It seems a little bit funny. It's like while it's already raining, we're saying to Hashem, oh, by the way, Hashem, uh, do you think you can make a rain for us? So it seems kind of awkward. And if you think about it, it's also just funny that in general, during the rainy season, when we are expecting rain, that's the time, in fact, that we ask Hashem to bring it, as if that's not extraneous also. It seems a little bit superfluous. So why, in fact, do we do that? And the answer is really obvious, but also very important for what Tzilas Geshem is. And that is that the whole point is that, yes, it is during the rainy season, exactly when we are expecting it to be raining, and that doesn't mean that we don't daven for it. When we, we daven for things that we're expecting to get naturally because we realize that Hashem is the one in charge of nature. Hashem controls the seasons. And therefore, it's not like we're just painting the target around the arrow, but specifically we are asking and acknowledging that, that the rain come from Hashem in just the right way. Beyond that, it's not just that we're asking Hashem for rain in the absence of rain. But if you look very closely in the tefillah, we are asking rain, we're asking for rain, levracha v'lo leklala, lechayim v'lo lemavis, lesova v'lo lerazon. Right? Rain on sukkahs is a simen klala, but we want it as a simen bracha, which would have to mean that it would be after sukkahs. So just because it's raining now doesn't mean it's the kind of rain that we want. There's a certain kind of rain that we want. Hopefully Hashem will bring us that kind of rain. And in that vein, we are asking Hashem for the rain. It should be the good kind of rain. Right? We see this also, this also emerges from a famous Gemara about Chonia Ma'agel, the Gemara in Tainus, which talks about um, this, uh, this incredible individual, Chonia Ma'agel, who was known for having drawn this circle in the, ground, um, um, in, the, in the dirt and then standing in and saying, I'm not moving from here until you, Hashem, make it rain. And it rained one way, it drizzled, and it wasn't the kind of rain that Chonia Ma'agel wanted. And he said, no, Hashem, this is not what I asked for. When Hashem made a, uh, a downpour that was damaging the crops, Chonia Ma'agel stood his ground and said, no, this is also not what I asked for, until Hashem made it just right. But the point is that we see that just um, rain you know, is not merely what we're asking for. We're asking for a certain kind of rain, and that's um, one of the things that we can think about when we are doing Tzfilas Geshem. So what we're going to do for now is we're going to start some of the Nusach, and then as we get to some of the more complicated parts within the text, we are going to hopefully address what exactly is happening in, in the body of Tzfilas Geshem, because we don't just... Um, give you Nusach here about Tefillah Workshop, but we give you the essence of the Tefillah. Okay, so the Kaddish, as we mentioned, is similar to Ne'ilah, but it's the same exact thing for Tefillah Stal, and it starts like this. <clears throat> Ah ha 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 
And then you continue. Or really starting up again. Now for the next line, there are a couple of different ways you can do it. I'm going to do two variations. One that continues the Nusach all the way through, and one that transitions to the Yom Tov tune, which I think is probably more common. Here we go. Okay, so that's one way. The other way to do it is like this. begin the quiet Shemona Esrei, the quiet Amida for Mosaf. Okay, and then you're going to pick up with the Bracha for Avos, continuing with the same Nosach as the general Tzvilas Tal Tzvilas Geshem tune. Baruch Hashem Then we have the first introductory piyot going into the rest of the 
Tfilas Geshem, which starts with Af Biri. And this needs a little bit of uh, elaboration. So if you read the text of Tfilas Geshem, it says, Af Biri Utas Shem Sarmatar. Af Biri is designated as the name of the angel of rain. And it talks about here how he thickens and forms clouds. Now, Af Biri, um, it's based on Pasuk and Eov in Perak Lamid Zion, Pasuk Yid Aleph. And Rashi there talks about how this individual, this angel, is the angel of the clouds. Now, I once had a question regarding this particular angel because if you look at the Gemara in Yoma, there seems to be another angel that seems to be designated over rain, whose name is Ridia. The Gemara in Yoma, and it actually also appears in the Gemara in Tainus. On they describe this angel called Ridia, and the name has to do with uh, plowing, apparently. But Rashi says, uh, there, it's the Malach HaMamuna Ala Gishamim, Kach Shemo, that's his name. So I was just confused because I was wondering, will, like, what's the angel's name? Is it Afbari? Which apparently um, means... Um, it's a combination of the words anger and health because rain can fall for one of the two reasons. It could either um, be a bad sign, a simon klala, as you mentioned earlier, or a simon of brios. So his name is Afbari. And if you look back in the Pasuk in Eov to see ex- exactly what it means in context, but the point is that we have these two names. So will the real angel over rain please stand up? So that, that's what I was wondering regarding this particular piece. So I came across a couple of answers. A friend of mine showed me there's a Sefer, Bitsir Aviezer, which basically addressed this question. And he talks about specifically um, how um, there's another couple of questions that you could ask that really the key of rain, the Gemara Tainus says, belongs to Hashem. And another aspect he focuses on is how um, the the Gemara says that Eretz Yisrael is reigned on by a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and yet it sounds like we're asking Hashem for an angel. So how do we account for that? And this Sefer basically suggested that, yeah, and it's, it's in fact that that's the case, that Hashem originally holds the key of rain, and he makes it rain by himself in Eretz Yisrael, and then once he's made it rain, he sends the Malach to go to Chutz Laaretz. It's interesting that in Eretz Yisrael, we, we say this tefillah as well. And then he just mentions at the end that he says that um, depending on different um, sources, like, yeah, he says it's the same angel as uh, Afbari. Afbari and Ridia are all the same. Um, and he says... Um, he says it could be that there are two, he actually gives two suggestions. He says either it's the same angel with different names, or it could be, yeah, there are two different angels that were appointed over the rain, just like, because he says there are different kinds of rains, so maybe um, the, the, because there are different kinds of rains, there are different kinds of angels for the rain. And so that's that's how um, he explains it. I thought to, to answer that if you look at Rashi in both contexts, so Rashi in uh, in in Tainus uh, says that the Ridya is the name of the Malach over Gishamim, but in Eov he says Afbari is the Shem Malach Mamuna Al Hanonim on the clouds. So maybe there's something to be said about the difference between rain clouds or, or rain and rain clouds or rain versus the clouds. However, the suggestion that if you that that it, if you want to make this diuk in Rashi. Um, it won't really work for this particular tefillah because our tefillah's Geshem says that Afbari is the name of the angel for rain. So maybe you can go with one of the answers that's found in this other sefer, uh, the Bitsir Amaviezer.
But okay. Anyway, let's go back into the Nusach. So we just finished. Melech Ozeru Moshiach Umokein Af Biri Utas Shem Sar Motor Lehavibulani Lariklam Tar Mahimimimam Gailo Atar which basically means that Afri is designated as the name of the angel of rain to thicken and form clouds to empty them to cause rain, water with which no crown uh, with which to crown the valley's vegetation may it not be withheld because of our unredeemed debt and the merit of the faithful patriarchs protect the ones who pray for rain. Right? Whenever we have a pia that's thrown into um, the brach of Avos, it's usually a time that we invoke the Avos. And then we go into the Bracha. Baruch Atah HaVashem Mogein Abraham And then we go into Atah Gibor. And there could be a couple of different ways of doing it, but you can, um, here's one variation. Or you can just go into it like this. And then you can pause, and then you're going to go back into the the beginning of the Nasach. Perhaps another version you can do is like this. Anyway, then you go into the next part. Where here we're talk we're still talking about Afbari. We're asking that Hashem should obligate him to give us the portions of rain to soften the wasteland's face when it is as dry as rock. And we talk, and then we're about to segue into the next long pia. Where here we're talking about here that with water you symbolized your might in Scripture, meaning throughout Tanakh you had there were references of water that we're going to talk about soon to soothe with its drops those in whom was blown a soul, right? Like referring to Adam, to keep alive, or just all humans really to keep alive the ones who recall the strength of rain. So here's how it sounds with Nosach. Yatri Yachlifaleg mi pelegeshem, Limogeg beneneshi betsachos leshem, Mayim liadrochinisa, Mireshem, Largia, Mirafam, Lenfuchenesem, Lachayos maskirim, Giburos agoshem. And then we have the piyotim that start with zechor. Each paragraph starts with zechor. And this is very different from Tfilas Tal. Tfilas Tal has its own version of this piyot, but Tfilas Tal is a little bit more complicated because Tfilas Tal doesn't have many, Tal does not have many references in scripture. So it's a, it's a nice tefillah, but it's different from this one where in Geshem, where there's so many references to Mayim throughout um, Tanakh, so we have a bunch of references that describe the Avos, 
um, talks about Abraham and his relationship with water. Um, um, so, for example, um, he, he was drawn from the Aver Hanahar, from behind water. He planted a tree alongside streams of water. He was rescued from fire and water. Um, test, um, you tested him when he sowed upon all waters. So, references to the Midrashic um, take on the Akedah. Talks about Yitzchak and talks about them and their hearts pouring like water. Yitzchak's blood was about to be spilled like water. Yaakov wrestled an angel who was made of fire and water. We talk about Moshe Rabbeinu. All of these appear throughout this um, um, this uh, piot. Moshe Rabbeinu was was drawn out of the water. He struck a rock and then water came out of it. And then the, and it talks about Aaron. So we really have Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Moshe, and Aaron here. It talks about um, Aaron's immersions in the water, the sanctifications in water, and then um, the last one is more of just the tefillah. We say, remember the 12 tribes who, call, who you caused to cross through the split waters. Interesting, and it's not Pesach, but we're referencing a Pesach story. For whom you sweeten the bitter waters, right, at Mara, their offspring um, whose blood was spilt for you like water. This is a little bit more um, solemn. We say, turn to us for woes engulf uh, our souls like water. And then that's where we're about to switch over to the actual announcing of Mashiach Haruach. So, for Zechor Av Nimshach Acharach Hakamayim, this open, um, this this final piyut, um, what we have is an opportunity to either continue the Nusach all the way through, which personally I'm not the biggest fan of because that it, it just ends up dragging, and we've already done plenty of Nusach up until this point. What I prefer is to do a song, and many people do a song at this point, and the question is, what's a good song choice? So in the Tfilas Tal workshop, we suggested several um, suggestions of what I refer to as the three-part songs. Right? Whenever you have a peel like this, it's very good usually to go with a three-part song because um, that, those tunes no, don't end up dragging. Right, so an example would be like, let's say it's Shabbos. In this case, this year, it's not going to be Shabbos. But let's say it is Shabbos. You can do Kal Makadesh. Zechor Rav Nimshach Acharecha Kamayim. The Baruch Kelel Yon is the same thing. Each of these songs has three parts, and then you could do one stanza to the low part, then the next stanza to the middle part, the next stanza to the high part, right? So you can also, you have this with, um, also with Ka'echsof um, if you want to be uh, daring, with um, Karlbach Eilecha. At the Rishnernigan is one that I really like. Um, this past year I used it for Tal. The Krakow Nigan is really nice. Um, although I don't know if I would use it for this, but for, for Tal, I hear it more for Tal um, because it's about the sprouting of the plants. Um, so And the, the Krakow Nigan is very climactic. It has a buildup. It's like the sprouting of the Gula. Um, I mentioned that in the Tal workshop as well. The Breslov Niggin is a good Niggin for this particular part. Right, so that's a very beautiful option. Another one that's really nice, um, one of my new favorite three-parter songs is the Kabach Vahayulim Shisa, which I used this past Rosh Hashanah. (laughs) 
I think any and all of these options are beautiful options for Tfilas Geshem. I'm going to do a demo using another couple of tunes at the risk of overusing Machnise Rachman. I'm going to go with Machnise Rachman, which I've heard used for Tfilas Geshem. It's a Geshmak tune, it's a beautiful tune, and it has the Hisorus, the inspiration that you want out of a piece like this. And um, it is a time of din, as we mentioned earlier. So Machnisei Rachman, which is often reserved for Yamim Norayim, um, and even though, again, one that I try not to overuse, but um, it's one that I don't think would be wasted in Tfilas Geshem. So what I thought of as an idea, um, not, not, not my own idea completely, um, I've had suggestions from my brother of Daniel, who also came up with this, is to also incorporate Shifchi Kamayim. Right, because what better song to use than one that talks about spilling out your heart, pouring out your heart like water when we're diving Tfilas Geshem. Another tune that I think will be good, um, just um, just to throw it out there, I like the Ani Mamim Shehabore Isparach Shemo. Ani Mamim Bemuno Shilehimo Shehabore Isparach Shemo. Because that particular song focuses on Hashem's Hashkacha over the world and its creations. So that's something that I think works really well when we talk about rain falling upon the vegetation um, and, and, and watering Hashem's creations. But right now we're going to go with Machnisei um, Rachamim and then we're going to go into Shifchi Kamayim from Machnisei Rachamim. And going back to Elokeinu Velokeinu Vesenu. So you could either go like this. Elokeinu Velokeinu or you can start like this. Elokeinu Velokeinu Zuchor of Nimshach Acharecho Kamayim Birachto Kes Shasul Al Palge Mahim Kinanto Hitzalato
Sichor bekitschasos to velchom ishtivilos Amahim Ayayay tzoyahu Marchitz kapov Bekidosh Get to the part where we actually announce the Mashiv Rachamaradagashem, the Nusach, if you want to remember it, so you've got to think of when you're doing Kiddush HaChodesh. I like to think of this as the announcement Nusach, because that's basically what it is. We, we are announcing something. I think it's actually a similar Nusach when we announce the name Kriyas Shame for a, a brand new born baby. Um, so, a baby boy, baby girl. So, it's the announcement Nusach. Um, and so, or you think of the So, or Rosh Chodesh, whatever. So, the same thing here. So, the Chazan is going to say, announcing the Mashiv to the same tune. Or Hageshem, whichever you prefer. And then everyone's going to answer. And then so you announce that, everyone says Amen, they do the next one. And then the Chazan continues back with regular Shabbos Yom Tov Nosoch for the Chazar Sashat. Or however you want to do it. But that basically takes us through Tzfilas Geshem. Hopefully you've enjoyed and gained, and hopefully if you get called upon for this very important Tzfilah, this keyboard, so Bez Hashem, you'll have some ideas of what to do. And if um, you want to hear some more suggestions, if you, if you have any comments, you can just reach out to me at the database at gmail.com. It's the data and base, B-E-I-S at gmail.com. Same place if you want to make a sponsorship. Um, you know, I'm happy to do these workshops and all the Harbatzas Torah that happens in um, this podcast. So I'm happy to do it. There's a small expense for me. But again, um, besides for the small financial expense and the time expense, it's something that I'm 
that I, it's a joy for me to do. And the sponsorship opportunity is just to help me out a little bit and to give you a chilek in what we do here as well. But in the meantime, that does take us through. And I'm wishing you, um, as tonight at the moment of this recording is a, it's going, it's it's now um, almost, um, I guess it is Arab Hoshan Rabbah. So wishing you a piskatova and a good kvitel and all the best, a wonderful moed, um, a good moed and a good yom tov. And I guess that's my cue. Thank you for joining us here at the database. Look forward to diving with you again in the future.